today's message. I was just kind of thinking about the last this past week is is where we are as in our world today, is in the society we live, and with everything that's coming against us, and as a church or even in, as a as in our own lives. Today, I just feel like God has laid something on my heart to share with us in the place where we are in, in this time today. If you will turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I'm going to read a couple of verses. I'm going to start with verse 8, and then I'm going to go on kind of just, this letter is from Paul writing to the church of Corinth. He was writing this letter, and this letter I think is kind of a, I just wanted to feel like today is this letter, just share it kind of like what it, he was writing it to us today. Because I believe sometimes we find ourselves, we may not be going through the same things that they did, the church of Corinth was going through. But I believe today we can use some of the encouraging things that he said. Amen. It's for us here today. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 says, We are troubled on every side, not in distress. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. If you will, join me in prayer right now. Lord, I ask you to touch me today. Lord, I ask you to touch this earthly lips, Lord Jesus. I ask you to minister today to me, Lord Jesus. That I can minister to everyone in the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus. I ask you today, Lord Jesus, to allow this word to go forth as encouragement, Lord Jesus. Lord, in this world today where we live, Lord Jesus, and everywhere we look, there's negativity, Lord Jesus. I ask you right now, Lord. Lord, to allow a word of encouragement to go forth, Lord Jesus, into the airwaves, Lord Jesus, into the hearts of each one under the sound of my voice today. Lord, I ask you to minister, Lord Jesus, throughout the remainder part of this service, Lord Jesus. Allow your will to be done, Lord Jesus, in this place. Lord Jesus, in the hearts of your people. Lord Jesus, touch us and anoint us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Today I'm going to talk to us from just a short title, from this, these two verses. I'm going to say the title is, for But Not, Not. The world we are living in today, we can find ourselves feeling something or some like the same feelings that the Church of Corinthians, mm -hmm. in the book of Corinthians, this letter that was wrote from Paul to the people. We can find ourselves feeling some of the same anxiety, I think. Sure. About the not not knowing what to expect on tomorrow. Yes. Every time we turn on the, the news or or we turn on the, we hear all we hear about is troubles. That's right. And the evil is all around us. That's true. We, we we hear about COVID nineteen, social distancing, social unrest, opening shutting down of businesses, schools, and even churches. Yes. Unstability of our economy. Financial crisis in our homes, even sickness in everywhere we turn. Yeah. We, we see every time we look at things, we look at things in this world, there seems like everything, everywhere we turn, we have something coming against us. Right. We have things in this world, even, you know, we feel like, you know, even coming against the church, even our gathering here today, there's things that's coming against us, and I believe it's all from the enemy. Amen. He is striving to interrupt because at the end, in the last days, there's going to be a revival. And God is in this prophesied in this Bible about this revival. 
And I think the enemy is throwing everything, yeah, everything he, he has yeah, he at this and trying to just, just disrupt any any sense of, of communicate, community or any sense of gathering. He's wanting to destroy that in our lives. Yes. But everywhere we look, we find distress. That's right. The Bible says in verse 8, it says on every side. And this verse is expressed for inward distress and outward distress. You know, sometimes in life, just like I believe he was, he was, when he was talking to here in Corinthians, he was talking to this, this, this group of people, but I feel like we find ourselves just like them. Sure. We find ourselves facing inward things. We find things, our life facing inward decisions and distress. And also we find ourselves <clears throat> these sicknesses and these outward distresses also in our life. We have without, we're fighting, we're fighting things in our life. And within, we're fighting the spirit of fear. The first of each of these contrasting principles implies the flesh of the vessel. And each one of these things in, this, in these two verses, it talks about, the first, first principle is talking about the flesh. The second clause of each one of these statements is the excellency of the power of God. Yes. What we find is we find the weakness of the vessel. We find the weakness of flesh. That's right. And that's where we find ourselves. Yeah. But we also, in the second part of this, when it says, but not, but or not. but, that little three-letter word, you know, it means a lot. It ain't very big, and it don't take very big, just three little letters, but it changes the whole atmosphere. We find ourselves, he says, the weakness of the flesh, but we have the power of God. Yeah. Perplexed, but not in despair. To be perplexed refers to our future. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like we're at so today. I believe we fear, the fear we have in our hearts today is because we, does, we don't know what the future holds. Sure. Yeah. You know, so many times when we talk about no. future, you talk thinking about sometimes we used to think about 10 years from now or, or 20 years from now. But now the future may be 30 minutes from now. Yeah. Or maybe tomorrow. I mean, it's, it's the near future. Sometimes we don't even know what's going to happen the next time we hear, we hear the radio or the next time we pop up, Facebook pops up, what's going to be happening in our world. And today, you know, our troubles is all around us. Yes. The verse, Bible says in verse 9, it says, not forsaken. And we're not forsaken by God. That's right. Jesus, he was forsaken by this people. And so just as he was forsaken, we suffer some of his same things that he, fa he faces. Sure. Yes. As Christians, we're going to suffer some forsakenness of this world. Yep. The Bible says, cast down. And when in the scripture, when it talks about being cast down, it means struck down. Not only persecuted, but actually struck down. So many times in life, you know, we feel like this, you know, feel like we, we talk about persecution. We feel like this and that in our life. And, and we, some, we've not experienced some persecution like some of these Christians did in the Bible. Yes. And see, even some people in this other parts of the world yet, mm. we we hadn't we hadn't we hadn't seen that kind of persecution and that kind of being struck down. Yeah. But today in our life, it is possible. We see in today where the the, the the enemy is coming against the church like never before. That's true. Never before in our lives. Never before in in our history of our country, we see things coming against the church, trying to take down the church. Yeah. And I believe this is. This is where we are at today. But remember, not but not. We ain't got to worry about that word but. We ain't got to worry about it because we got the power of God in our life. Yeah. Romans 8 and verse 35 says, 
Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's right. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearls or sword? Verse 36 says, As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay is all these things. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I persuaded thee that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things on, present, man. or things to come, come, nor heights, nor depths, or any other creature shall be man. able to separate man. us from the love of God, Amen. which is in Christ Jesus Christ our Lord. Today we can't allow anything to separate us. That's right. The enemy is trying to throw oh, everything he has at us. And he's trying to separate us. From the church. He's trying to separate us from being able to assemble even together. And I believe that is a direct path, a direct attack on yeah. the church. It's True. a direct attack on what are we stand for. Yeah. We can't allow anything. It doesn't matter what it may look like. It may not like what it may come as. We cannot allow anything, anything. to separate come us on, from the truth. Right. Separate us from the church. 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, the next part of the letter says, We have the same spirit of faith according to as it is written. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. The same spirit of faith according as the Holy Spirit acting on our spirit. When we have that spirit, our Holy Spirit acting in us, yeah. we have something that gives us a little extra faith. Yes. Gives us, as the Bible says, as it is written, I believe, and though I speak. When we speak something, we mean we believe that. Yet, as we have the same spirit of faith as you, we therefore, believing, look for the same immortal, immortal life as you, and speak as we believe. The balance of this sentence requires is according to that which is written. He says, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak namely without fear amidst afflictions and deaths. When we believe this, we can speak with through without fear. Yeah. We can speak overcoming that. Paul proceeded now to describe a change that had come since he had he had placed the treasure within himself. When he took that spirit inside of him, Paul talked about a change. Yeah. It was not a change of conditions or circumstances of his life. For we find in the Bible, we find for pressures continued to be a part of his experience. Together with persecutions and physical beatings, which were come more recently since the beginning of his ministry. We see Paul, didn't, when he had this change in his life, he didn't change circumstances. He didn't change this, the situation in his life. He changed the way he looked at it. He looked at he cha the change was he had changed was the attitude and the fortitude of the apostle which had enabled him to bear sufferings and even be triumph in the midst of it. Yeah. Here we find him not not changing the situation. So many times in life we're praying, Lord, in this pandemic, Lord, in this social arrest, this in this thing, Lord Jesus, you can, and you can just speak it, and He can. Sure, He can just speak it yes, and let it can. stop yes, at one time. Amen. But he, he, Paul spoke that. Paul asked to to remove the thorn in his flesh, but Paul lived with that the rest of his life because that thorn in the flesh. But God gave him the attitude 
and the fortitude. That spirit that was within him gave that apostle, enabled him to bear whatever he had to bear. Yeah. And then not just bear it. Sometimes, you know, that's what we say, well, Lord, if I can just hold on. But he didn't just hold on. Yeah. Paul wasn't just holding on to the Come end. Come on. Paul was being triumphed. Paul was reaching a lost soul. That's Paul right. was preaching the gospel wherever he went. Paul didn't preach from a nice, beautiful sanctuary. Right. Paul didn't preach from the comforts of a platform. Paul preached from prison cells. Paul preached from the inside of a bottom of a boat when he was a prisoner being transported across the ocean. We find Paul preaching wherever he was at. Yes. And in every whatever situation he was in. And I believe today, we have the spirit inside of us. It'll give us the strength. It doesn't matter how bad the situation is around us. That's right. It doesn't matter what we look at and why we look at. And I think that's what Paul was saying. You may be looking at what you see with your eyes, but you must, we must press forward. We must do what God has called us to do in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our failures, in the midst of everything that's coming against us. We must do what God has called us to do. 2 Corinthians 4 and 14 says, Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall rise, raise up us also by Jesus and shall press, present, present us with you. That same power that raised Jesus lives inside of us. And that same power that lives inside of us, it will lift us up in the middle of trouble. Yes, it will. That's what gives us the strength. That's what gives us the power to keep walking. Romans 8 and 11 says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead yeah. dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also, also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Today, if you've got God's presence dwelling inside of you, it will pick us up. Yes, the, during will. the times yes, of trouble, it will. it will lift us up and it will push us forward. In the midst of the storm, we, we see... Wave, we see the waves and the winds. We feel the wave, feel the winds and see the waves. Our boat, sometimes in life, in the middle of a storm, our boat may even be taken on water. But if he is in our boat, he will make, we will make it through. Throughout the Bible, we find different times. We find storms. We find them, the, the disciples and we find the people of God throughout the Bible recorded storms, yeah. facing storms in the Bible. Throughout the Gospels, the disciples, they faced many storms. Yes, they did. And we find them in the boat. Sometimes when God stepped to the bow of the boat, and he just spoke to the storm. And, yes, and we And one account, and, he just, and the storm just ceased. Yes. The waves stopped. The wind quit blowing. Mm -hmm. There's other times Jesus come walking on the storm. Yep. And then he, when he got in the boat, he said the storm just ceased. But there's other times, as, as the apostle Paul there's other times the storms that he went through some storms and and some of the boats he was in the storms the boat filled up and he told him he says if you just hang on to the boat yeah mm -hmm. you will make it through and yeah. he didn't calm the storm he didn't speak to the storm like he did in times past but the storm destroyed the boat but he with because they hung on to the boat they formed pieces of the boat they made it to shore and so sometimes in life we find ourselves you know going through storms and we want God to just stop the storm. We want him just to stop the waves. We want him to speak to the wind until it to cease and everything calm down and our world just settle back down to normal. But God may not be doing that. 
God may be wanting us to go through the storm. He may, be wanting us, he may be wanting to, to allow the storm to carry us where he wants us to go. Yeah. Mm. He may be carrying this. We may be through the storm. We may be through the waves. It may be destroyed what we've called our boat of life. We may feel like we're our lives being completely destroyed. But being being that way, we hang on to the boat. Yeah. We'll make it to the shore. We'll make it to where God wants us if we just hang on to hang on to Him. Second Corinthians four and fifteen says, "For all things are for your sake." That the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of my down be the, to the glory of God. For which causes we faint not, but through our outward man perish, yet an inward man is renewed day by day. Sometimes in life we find ourselves, you know, the outward man. We, the Bible talks us the outward man may perish. Our flesh may, is going to die. Yeah. Our yeah. flesh is going to die out, but our inward man is renewed day by day. Amen. Paul was saying, he says, he says, you know, he says, we may, we may have to die out to this flesh. Mm -hmm. We are going to have to die out to this flesh. But our inward man, it is renewed day by day, and that's our main important thing is we need to keep our life going forward. Yeah. Verse seventeen of chapter four says, "For our light affliction, a light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and." A, an eternal weight of glory. Paul prayed, and I said this earlier, Paul prayed for the thorn of the flesh to be removed. Yeah. But he had to endure it throughout his life. And the scripture, what Paul said, he says, you may be going through something right now, but when you look at eternity, it's just for a short time. Yeah. It's just for a moment. Yeah. Come on, amen. And what we're enduring right now, we may not see the end of. We may not be able to know what's going on, and we may say, well, we've been going through this a long time. But it's just a moment when it talks about eternity. We may think, well, I've been enduring with this old body for a while. I've been enduring with this, this, this ailment in my life for, for a very long time. And we may have when we look at it as our flesh. But when we see our light affliction, he's, he's not being light on our situation. That's right. But he said, what he's saying is, is our eternity, eternity is so much more. Yes. Our eternal weight of glory Amen. is so much more oh better. More, so much gonna be more, so much more worth this just little bit of this little bit of affliction we have on our life here today. That's true. It doesn't matter how much oh, thank or you, what Jesus. we have here thank today. You, what really matters is the things that affect our eternity and our eternity, our eternal home. Second Corinthians four and eighteen says, While we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So so many times in life we look at what we think we hold our possessions. We hold them so tightly sometimes. And sometimes, and I've heard my pastor say before, he says, be careful what you hold on to tightly. You need to have some things you need to just hold on to them don't hold on too tightly because then these things that you're holding on to may, may, may be what keeps you from heaven. Mm -hmm. We need to be holding on to things and to be easy, just let go of them easily mm -hmm. in life. And sometimes what we see with our own eyes and what we hold so to a, to a so high of a standard level in our life, some of these things that we're seeing is just temporal. That's right. And what really matters is the things we can't cannot see. Right. The things we cannot see. We must we must we must hold on to that 
more because that's our eternity and that's more that weight is more powerful Romans Romans 8 and 24 says for we are saved by hope but hope that is seen is not hope for what a man seeth why doth he yet hope for verse 25 says but if ye if we hope for that we see not then we with we with patience wait for it today we where we have to wait for what we can't see and so many times in life we feel like we we want to we want to press forward we want we want it right now we want what we we hope for we want it right now yeah but sometimes we have to be with patience we have to have patience and wait for what god has for our life i feel the uncertainty that we face in our world today has unleashed a spirit of fear like no other time in our lives i feel like we find ourselves so many times in this world and i've spoke about this before in this during this pandemic i, I feel like there's a spirit of fear that's been released or released unleashed in, on this society that's right. I believe we feel like you know we don't the uncertainty we feel. There's a fear that comes with that. Doesn't matter where where you stand spiritually or where you stand in life. There's a fear that comes along with the unknown. But I also feel that because the time of uncertainty has lasted longer than we are we or are used to, or there has been going on longer than we thought it would. It seems to be no end in sight, even in the near future. But I believe this has brought on a spirit of depression. Yeah, it is. I believe we feel like at the time that we feel like a, a, a spirit of depression has came upon our society. I believe we feel like the things in life is just just because the unknown and the own the, the time just keeps pressing forward and as it goes further and further, I feel like that the spirit of depression is going to come worse and worse and stronger and stronger on the society. People have turned to substance abuse yes, in all different have. ways to cope with this, this depression. Yes. I believe people's turning, some's turning to God, and some, some is turning away from God. The enemy has convinced them that there is no other way out. They feel like this, this oh, here is, they feel like they're, the, they feel in this life, they feel like they're just overwhelmed with the, every day the different, the bad, bad trouble and news ever on every side. They feel like I can't get past this. I can't. If I can just deal with just this one thing, but we didn't have this and this and this in our life. And I feel like the enemy is piling on to us to into the point of he feels like we're just getting under the, the load and the pressure of depression. People are doing things that they would never even do before. Yeah, it's true. Because it's just because it's the pressure of this. Yeah. I believe the enemy is driving this home, and I believe he's driving this this message home. I believe the enemy has convinced us that there's no other way. Oh God, help us! Jesus. But I go back to my title. Yeah. But not. I have come to tell someone today. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what it seems like, or even what it even looks like. That's right. God has it and is going to work it out. Yes, He is. For the ones that trust Him. Yeah. Yes, He is. Second Corinthians. 4 and 8 of scripture I started with and I begin to close. We are troubled on every side. Every side. Not yet distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair. That's right. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. Today wherever it finds you 
wherever this message finds you, if you're in trouble on every side, and I know we all are, we're not we're not yet distressed. Right. And we may be perplexed, but we're not in despair. Nope. Persecuted, not but not forsaken. Amen. We may be cast down, but not destroyed. That's right. Today, I'm here to give someone a message of hope. It may be everything coming against you. It may be everything that you can throw at the throne at you. But I'm here to tell you today, whatever is coming against you today, we have someone on our side. Yes, we do. We have someone to turn to. And I encourage you today, turn to the Savior. Turn to the one that died on the cross for you. I ask us today, as we stand across this place, I ask us right now to reach out right now to the one that holds the world in his hand. I ask us to reach out right now to the one that can settle the storm. The one that can get us through the storm. Lord, let us reach out to him right now. Lord, I ask you.